Well, hello. Welcome to the show. Thanks for tuning in. Take a quick second, hit that subscribe button. It's a small amount of effort from you, and it means the world to me. And even if I don't call, I still love you. And now here's a quick snippet of what you might have missed last week. You know how you see in like t- like TV shows and stuff like that when somebody gets hit by a bus or like movies? Oh, yeah. Well, it's just like they're there, and then the bus is fast, and then they're not there. But this scene was almost like... You knew what happened to this lady. You knew what the aftermath she of this was. was. <laughs> yeah. Imagine being the driver of that car. You're just like, oh, man, we just killed Carol. Like, oh, well, <laughs> keep on going. <laughs> I guess when you're in hell, you like sugar. Those two stoners that show up, they're like, what do you think it is? Oh, I think anybody's alive. Well, the door's still closed. Kaboom. Blast the kid with the door. I, I thought I, I, I wrote down whip stoner kid because I thought he was dead when he got hit by oh, that dog. It looked like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But Wolverine never did anything but just smoke cigars. I don't think he ate. Shit, maybe I didn't. I have never seen Wolverine eat. Doesn't eat. Maybe he's from hell too. <laughs> Wolverine's a zombie. What's the most you've ever lost in a coin toss? And now coming up on this episode of Real Garbage. So you, yeah. I wanted to say that word because we, we you said the c word earlier, and I was like, but that was in the day. Yeah, you yeah. See, in the eighties, you couldn't say it, but no, now, now it's fine. you know. I was married to a British woman once, so it's kind of like my kids were saying it when they were three. Yeah. Like, oh, he's a nice old cunt. It's yeah. A term you know, of endearment, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my uncle, he's a nice old cunt. He's a yeah. cheeky cunt. Yeah. Bit of a cunt. Bit of a cunt. Oh, Which is like it's so, and that's and then they over <laughs> here in North America though everyone's assholes tighten up and they like, who said the c word. I'm triggered. But I think I'm just I'm 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 just discovering I'm so meat and potatoes as I That's hear about right. these things. And just, just like just what about what about missionary titties? two and a half minutes done. Thank you very much. Dave just prefers meat and potatoes dumped on his feet to get him. <laughs> Cold though. I want yeah. I want yesterday's meat and potatoes mushed up. And then, on my feet. And then ropes of warm gravy. Ropes slung on your I love this metaphor. I've never thought of yogurt or gravy as being a rope of something, but this oh, wow. is a, uh, a okay. whole new way of, uh, you know. So but, Back to Nick Cage yeah, and lovemaking. So, it's going to be a good one. You guys, I swear we're going to take a break from Nicolas Cage movies soon, but we're going to wrap it up with Vampire's Kiss. I've got Dave Bosma and Darren Miller on the show on this episode. We had a great time. Stick around. We're going to get right to it after a quick word from our fake sponsors. How's your pillow game? Do you hate when you when you sleep? Do you hate uh, you're just cranked up in bed like this or you're down flat? You can never get it quite right. Got a new pillow. <laughs> it's called Blanket. You can get it as thick as you want. You can get it as thin as you want. You can flip it over. It's cool. You can bunch it up. You can make it into a fancy swan if you want. Blanket, the new pillow for 2021. You're a vampire. Your fangs are your livelihood, and the constant flow of time has taken its toll on your pearly whites. Biting into a neck just isn't as easy as it once was, and we at the Coffin Hut understand. That's why we're proud to bring you the newest evolution in vampire dental technology, Teeth. Using space-age material and high-density carbon fiber, Teeth eliminate the hassle and effort necessary to penetrate human neck skin. With their patented never-dull technology, you'll wonder how you ever bit necks without them. Teeth come with a lifetime warranty and full money-back guarantee if you're not fully satisfied. And by money-back guarantee, we mean we'll give you one of our uh, <clears throat> interns to help you with whatever you need. Wink! Teeth available exclusively at the Coffin Hut. Tonight's program is brought to you by Real Cheese. Why would you have the substitute? Why would you have Cheese Whiz? I know what cheese is. I know what a whiz is. I don't want them together. I don't want rip ricotta. <laughs> I don't need Kraft Dinner Cheese. You could have Real Cheese. It's just sitting there waiting for you. Real I could elaborate more, but I didn't write any of it down. But I like real cheese. I don't yeah. know about like you don't go. I for also the, like cheese whiz well, in the right. You know, you don't go for the cheese slices on a little uh, cheese. American oh, cheese. on a burger, a, one of those fakey fakey cheese slices, yeah. and then you melt it on on the barbecue. That's that's classic. Classic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah cheese slices on their own though. What are you a psychopath? Yeah.
What are you? Well, oh like, no, I that's a that's a standard snack for me. Oh I, really? Well, sure. Like, well, there's the Nufi taco, which is where you take the cheese slice and wrap it around potato chips. Oh, that Ooh. does sound actually really good. Right? Crunchy, cheesy, and then just any kind of cheese. Though that's my late night. Like when I'm too lazy to actually make myself anything, I just cut some cheese is off that, the block. Oh, hell yeah! I like. My, the, you're just beside. You wake up in the middle of the night. You're like, eh, I'm a little hungry. Reach over. And <laughs> well, my girlfriend's always because she's always looking at me when I. She's like, you know that you're gonna complain about that later, right? Like you're yeah. gonna wake up before me, like, oh, Lord, I don't feel good. <laughs> I don't feel good. I got the cheese sweats, ladies and gentlemen. I get the welcome, meat sweats. Welcome to Real Garbage, the number one <laughs> cheese podcast here in Brentwood Bay, BC. Ow! Coming at it. you live. Well, maybe coming at you live from my brand new couch. This is very. I like this. Um, now that I chose this seat, and this is very mm-hmm. pimping. This is very raw. I feel like I'm at a rock concert the I whole time. I feel I'm like anyone who has podcasted with me in that chair has said the same thing. Just, oh, yeah. Because you just get it laying right on you. It's kind of, you know, yeah, it's kind of like, I mean, I'm just I'm just having visions of like, you know. <laughs> oh, I could get comfy like this all the time. Why don't I do this more often? I don't is need the it, uh, mic necessarily. Well, you're always, you're always <laughs> welcome. What's your What's your live stream, Dave? That's what I, you look like a gamer sitting in there. What do you play? <laughs> you like you Fortnite all the time? Fortnite Ooh, gamer live stream? I'm so, Twitch. you know, I I don't play any video games. That's I'm so perfect. bad. Actually, I play poker. I play poker and uh, like a, a, for fake money. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the only way to play. I downloaded the real money one, and yeah, I'm like, oh, you lose a lot more when you do it for real. It's weird how that yeah. works out, yeah. And that's you're not they, a, a millionaire. The, the free money, you win tons. You're like, oh man, I should do this for real. And they're like, all right, we yeah. got them. Yeah. I'm ready for <laughs> Vegas. <laughs> Just give us your credit card info. We'll be, you'll, you'll, you'll be fine. That's how I lost four thousand dollars two times in Vegas. What? Because I was like, but what? I won. Four thousand dollars another time. Yeah, so, so it almost still, evened out if you're terrible at math. Yeah, so you're still up. You're still up still, in gambling mentality. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that's, that? Isn't that? That's just how the they way, get though? you, though. Yeah. Anytime you ever talk to a gambler, you're like, oh man, I'm a, you know, I'm down four hundred, or it's always I'm up two hundred. But it's like, yeah, how much have you? How much have you yeah. lost though? I did play uh, online bingo. Uh, the, the other on Friday Zoom bingo? Um, yeah, basically Like, well, they Facebook live it out of Golden And then I discovered I was like Played bingo I was like, it was actually pretty good Lots of fun And it's with the Rotary Club So you're like, oh, it's going all to a good cause But after half an hour They were like And only another three more hours of bingo And I was like, fuck Ooh. this I am out <laughs> Cash I was like, That's why I lost at poker in Vegas Because I was like Oh, we're like, how long is this game going to last? Yeah. And I'm like, I'm yeah. t- no, I'll bet it all, all in, yeah. you know? And then you, by the way, Zoom Bingo sounds like either like a search engine or some kind of workout class that you like, are I you like going it. to Zoom Bingo Trademark. tonight? <laughs> we have been heavy in the Nicolas Cage review yeah. realm lately. And so we decided to do, was it his first movie? No, his first oh. movie was, I think it was uh, Fast Times at Richmond High. No, no, no. But he, was a, but he was like an extra in oh, that, okay, that so it's like this was his first lead, though. I'm no, pretty I think sure Peggy Sue got married. He was before, was really before no. in that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't God, know. My whole life is a lie. It's 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 very early in his career. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah it's 1988. Yeah, it was. Man, he's 23 years old. And this movie was oh, the yeah. reason I found out. <laughs> <laughs> this movie was the reason, or how I found out that he was related to Francis Ford Coppola. Oh, because I think it. I don't know. Somehow that that all. Uh, I think he got the role. There's another Coppola involved in the making of the movie. Yes. And, uh, yeah. His brother's his brother has a small part in it. I had to watch it. I only watched it on YouTube. His real brother, Nicolas Cage's brother. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. And he's a Coppola. Yes. Which, and he's which, do you know which part it was? It was um, when he first picks up the vampire at the bar. And there's also uh, Ben Stiller's sister and David Hyde Pierce. And it's funny because they yeah. get pretty heavy credit on it. And then you realize you're like, oh, no, they're... Extras. That's what they. You can't credit them. Well, there was there was one guy I recognized. He was from uh, uh, the breakup with Jennifer Aniston and uh, Vince Vaughn. Where he's like that. Gary, come, 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 come on the kick drum. Come, come. That's Gary. Come, come with the kick drum. Come, come, come with the kick drum. Gary. He's telling this joke at the bar in Vampire's Kiss, and he's like, "Did you get it?" 
That's Nicolas Cage's brother. That's his brother? Yeah. Wow, That's look, Mark Cage. They don't look anything no, alike. No, Mark Coppola. They don't look anything alike. <laughs> There's no nepotism in Hollywood. No, yeah, no, not, not at all. At all. <laughs> well, especially you look at Mark, chance, right? Mark Coppola's uh, uh, first credit is Apocalypse Lent Now, and you're like, how did he get that role? <laughs> I read about because there's the guy, the director and the producer of this film, and it, it like they're like they're only known for this film, really. Mm-hmm. Like they've done some. It's just interesting. You go to see someone's like careers on Wicked because you're like career. Like, I, did he have one after? No, he no, made yeah, this? just this. <laughs> but I do feel like you can make a ton of money. Like there's lots of guys who are like they go to Hollywood or plays like that as a writer, maybe. And uh, and you work for 15 years, never get a single thing made, yet you make like half a million dollars a year. And you're like, well, what are you doing? I just took another meeting. And cha-ching! I'm not going to have to play online bingo. I, I can't <laughs> make half a million bucks. Let's go waste this on Zoom bingo. Well, this writer, I looked at the writer, and he'd only had a few credits before this and then a couple after and that was it. Oh yeah, guy only wrote like nine. That's things. not surprising. This is we last week we talked about the play. It had a budget of four million. This only had a budget of two million. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was way earlier. So, you know, account for inflation. Uh, inflation. It's easily a five million dollar movie <laughs> in two thousand three. Yeah, five, maybe six or seven. You know, but it's not. Uh, I did read Nicolas Cage took like no money for it. I think it was pretty big. It was breaking, but he took. $40,000. That's it? That's it for the movie. And it was non-union, but I feel like he took it because he was like, I can do what I want well, he, <laughs> if I do this for nothing. He said it's his favorite acting part ever. Yeah. Out of everything yeah. he's done, 106 credits is his favorite part. How much? Well, you've been on the on the Nick Cage like <laughs> deep dive. So how much do you see of like, like Nicolas Cage to come in this movie? Like there's so... Uh, at, oh, le- yeah. at least 60%, if not 75% of his performance is the Nicolas Cage we know. Oh, yeah. It's because, like, but you don't see it until the first, like, I marked it down. Okay, hold on. Before we All get right. to, yeah, 25 minutes in. Wait. Before we get started, yeah. um, do one of you want to tell people, the realtors, what this is all about? You go, Dave. What? Oh, well, briefly, uh, he's... Uh, is he a, he's a real estate agent or entertainment he's, uh, guy? He's, he's in a, the, the literature he's business. He's in a literature yeah. business, literature. yeah. But he just, like, uh, his life is meaningless. Um, he's just one-night stands and cocaine, and then he meets this uh, woman. He meets one woman, and their date goes weird, and a bat flies around his room. And he's got his <laughs> psychologist uh, that he talks to all the time, right, about mm. his terrible life. So she's she gets introduced pretty early, too. And First then scene, yeah. He goes on a date with another woman who's a vampire, apparently, or allegedly, or not, because it's actually... <laughs> this is actually... Uh, the movie <laughs> is a study in, you know, mental degradation of, mm. uh, you know, young men in America, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's what <laughs> it like, really is. As a, a short, you know... But then he goes crazy. He might kill someone. Kind of reminds me of American Psycho a little bit. Well... Because you know? uh, at the you, end of that, you're like, did, did it happen? happen? Christian Bale actually said that he studied this movie mm-hmm. uh researching the role of patrick bateman oh, yeah. yeah i read I, I i dove deep in the trivia he about halfway would. he through studies this. everything yeah. though that guy's so that guy is method as hell man well not method but yeah he takes it he's seriously. a methodist he's a preacher was a jehovah's witness i think oh. if you're getting paid that much to be in a movie that you need to be pretentious like if you're yeah. that famous you're allowed to take your stupidest thoughts seriously because they're worth hundreds of thousands of dollars each like when you watch these interviews with people that make you know, like Jim Carrey, mm-hmm. and you're like, it, I mean, if he had you or my, our life, he'd be insane. He'd be yeah. that guy we don't talk to. He'd be like, that guy's fucking crazy. Needs help. But, you're but not- he just lucked. He got through the through the magic oh, yeah, door. You have to indulge them, right? You're like, oh, he's the genius. You're gonna if if Nick Cage wants to do whatever in this movie, if he wants to jump on a table or eat a cockroach, <laughs> oh. he's gonna do it. Apparently, that took him three tries. Yeah. And like people at PETA were like, you ate a cockroach. I'm like, well, I don't know why you're mad at him. It's a cockroach. There's lots of them. He also, you could like watching that. I first saw the movie probably like 93. And I feel like that's the, that's the only thing I knew going in 93. I was 43 years old. And uh, <laughs> I feel like that was the only, uh, that was the thing that they promoted. Cause even then I knew like, oh, this is the scene where he eats the live cockroach. But you watch Ugh. it now. And I was like, oh man, you see, it looks like, cause he, 
like choose it so he didn't enjoy it or savor it or anything. He was like, "Oh, I got to eat this fucking cockroach." And apparently, he said he regretted it immediately oh. after. When he washed, uh, swilled his mouth out with vodka. I think he just chased vodka cockroach chaser. So yeah, this guy. So he's a, a bit of a ladies' man. So we start mm-hmm. off. He's in a. He's in a. He's in a psychiatrist's office talking about his life. How he just wants the. You know, he's like ah. So we get the oh. idea that he just bangs women, wants them gone the next morning. Mm-hmm. He has an encounter with a bat. This bat. I figured we would be revisited by mm-hmm. this bat a few times. It's just one scene. Big ass fat bat shows up, scares the hell out of them. They leave. What did you think about the bat? Uh, special effects, pretty pretty amazing, huh? Oh yeah, <laughs> didn't look like a stringed up puppet at all. So it's just a guy under the fishing rod behind the. Okay, the bat's gonna fly out the window. You get. It kind of looked like a pug, like a dog. Like it was a fat bat. It wasn't the right. Like that's not a. It's yeah. no bat. Like when I've seen bats. Yeah. You, know, you see, you they're go camping. Small. They're tiny yeah. and yeah. they kind of only come around. When you it was a. Lights, they're, they're it was cute. a stunt bat. It was a, it was a rat that they stapled wings onto from. <laughs> it's one it was jacked like a, up bat, man. Where they got one, they fed it, they drugged it like that pigeon later on. <laughs> well, had the Nicholas Cage wanted a real, real bat that I'd I'd read something. He was like, I want a real bat, and everyone on the production is like, you you can't. Bats are not trainable. You we don't have a bat trainer. And he had sent his, they assigned a production assistant to be like his gopher guy. And at one point they're like, yeah, Nicolas Cage like gave him a broom and a, and a box and was like, go down to the park and get me a bat. I need a bat. (laughs) (laughs) Your Nicolas Cage is getting better. I like it. I like it. What was up with his accent? And then I realized in the trivia, it says he actually, it's a character a character choice. Mm-hmm. So this character felt like he would he wanted to sound more elegant when he was talking around talking around other people that he thought were like, like it's important. Especially as a psychiatrist, it comes on the weird. Like that's the thing about the movie. I think it got shit on for a good ten or fifteen years. People just bagged on it, and then you watch it now, and you're like, I mean, that's the thing that's called real garbage. The podcast, but this movie is actually really fucking good. Yeah, it's not garbage. Like yeah. I was expecting it to be. Like I only got like three quarters of a page of notes because I was like, well, I'm gonna watch this and enjoy it. Mm-hmm. There are some ridiculous things that happen in it, but <laughs> I started watching it again before you guys came over here today, and I was like, man, like you watch it the second time, it's like an onion. It's got layers. You're oh, like, yeah. oh man, I didn't catch that the first time. This makes more sense now. I'm probably gonna watch it again. Yeah, just out of sheer enjoyment. Did you watch it? Did you rent it, or did you watch it on just do the YouTube with the Hindi subtitles? I what you did? You I did mean, not. I acquired disclaimer. it legally. <laughs> I'll, I'm gonna blurp that. I'm gonna blurp it out. I'm gonna bleep it out. <laughs> but I did. Yeah, I I was watching it on YouTube today mm. though. It was... I learned a lot of Hindi because I watched it with <laughs> the Hindi subtitles. Still, you know? Yeah. I was like, well, oh. yeah. You see, you're like it's on YouTube. I'm like, where? And then I found it. Okay, there it is. And I'm like, oh, interesting. Yeah. I speak. Yeah, I don't. I don't even know what that's in. No. So there's a lot of back and forth to his his a psychiatrist's office, and he explains that he was turned on by the bat. There are a lot of things that I don't know really made didn't make sense to me like that. I think editing has a lot to do with why a movie's bad too, though, right? Like his yeah. his performance was definitely authentic, maybe over. But I think every performance of Nicolas Cage is over the top, like. He he. It, well, he has said that he doesn't like acting. He just plays himself. That yeah, it was what you it? that brought that up? Yeah, which, he's a he's a, he's a shamanistic. <laughs> what did I? What did he call himself? A shamanistic uh, performance artist, <laughs> and that's what he, he doesn't act. He just <laughs> plays himself. <laughs> but you, he ever, is... you ever meet that guy at the bar on a Friday <laughs> night downtown who describes himself as a shamanistic yeah. performer? Like I said, he slipped through the cracks, man. Yeah. He's, they're like that'll get you. Guy, you'd be like, you you can't know years. my home address, Mister Nicholas Cage. I don't. <laughs> you're bad juju. You don't come around my house, man. Fuck off. Because <laughs> there, yeah, there were a lot of parts where he was like, he's now he's in a bar, now he's at home <laughs> getting ready, and then he leaves, then he's back in his apartment. Now he's at the psychiatrist's office. I'm like, what? The- yeah. And there really were odd scenes, like after the bat comes through, and he doesn't quite know what's going on. He hasn't met Jennifer Beale yet. So Beals. he hasn't been bitten. Beals, Jennifer Beals, who is uh, Jessica Beals' aunt. Rachel. No, it's not no. true. Because um, I, I was like, why do I recognize that name? And I was like, is it her sister's? It's something I. <laughs> yeah. No, she's a whole different Beals. Yes, yeah, yeah. totally. They're it's a the Beal and a Beals. Yeah, they're the New York Beals, and she's an LA Beals. West Coast, <laughs> LA right. Beals. 
It's like Tupac and Biggie. Yeah. They got a rivalry. Exactly like <laughs> Tupac and Biggie. <laughs> the, uh, yeah, it just like he picks up the sock and he looks and I'm, he does a lot of those weird like contemplative, but I'm, but I'm not sure what you're contemplating exactly. Your mental decline, I think. He was that- looking for the uh, Declaration of Independence <laughs> then. Just already in the... See, maybe it's in the sock. That's the connection. <laughs> He's leading up to national treasure. It's all foreshadowing. <laughs> I love that when he... The, the bat freaked him out. She ran outside. What was up with that kid? I thought oh, we were going to yeah. see that kid again. Like, there's a kid peeking down. I did... I loved the, the way they filmed this movie. I will say that. Like the there's a lot of elevated shots from mm-hmm. high positions looking down on the scene. Yes. I was like, that's kind of yeah. it's really creative. It's pretty cool. But that kid, I is that to represent be... the point of view of the bat? I don't well, know. Maybe the bat was in the hallway first. <laughs> it's another maybe, well, level of this movie that we haven't even gotten into. Uncovered. That's why. That's why it keeps because you, you're right. It was it was panned originally. Like it didn't even make as much as it cost. I think. Oh yeah. And then slowly but surely, you mm-hmm. know, people are like, hey. I like this film. I like this. Well, and it's like, you get into it. The kid was the bat. That was... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that kid kid was hoping for some uh, 80s movie titty, I think. That's what he was kind of curious, curious peeping uh, kid from upstairs. Was that just a normal parent behavior? You just like let your kid hang out in the hallway in your building back in the day? In the 80s, yeah, for sure. (laughs) You just don't... What else is there to do if you live in New York other than let your kid hang out on the street? Mm -hmm. It's true. That would be terrible. City, that's city life, right? Like, like I lived downtown with my kids, you know, and I didn't have a yard, and you had... It's all the... It's the little things that you realize later about having a yard and living kind of out in the country, so to speak. But when you're downtown, you always need a fob to get into your place, and then you go up an elevator, and and then the only places you can, you go out for a walk, but you're in the city. So you yeah. can walk to a park, you know, but it's a real eye open. Like, I mean, my kids it's are like young and it's like, oh, what's that? And the, that man is smoking crack, son. That's, <laughs> that's, <laughs> this is how your kids. It's what happens uh, down on like, Vancouver Street in Pandora. You just, you just keep yeah. them in the stairwell in New York City. You're like, this is the safest. Your place lights better, you. better than outside the <laughs> yeah. stairs. You know. Set them, set them free outside. That's how they, they, they become shamanistic uh, actors. <laughs> When you're a kid, there's a whole world inside an apartment hallway, though. That's true. You, know, yeah. you have your imagination. It's so much. I want <laughs> my like kid a... imagination back. Can we can we do a uh, commercial for that? And, no. Yeah. Kid imagination. <laughs> Basically, it. mushrooms. Have you lost your kid imagination? Have you lost that wonderful sense of wonderment over the simplest things? Do you want to travel to the land of pure imagination? Well, then I have just a thing for you, friend. Hi, this is Joel Sherrington from Sherrington Not a Front Head Shop and Tobacco Supply Limited Liability Corporation. And I'm here to tell you about a brand new business endeavor I'm bringing right to you. Introducing mushrooms. That's right, guy. These babies will bring you back to the time before the crushing weight of adulthood and the impending doom of your own mortality took hold and drove you into a pit of distress and despair. You'll be flying high with my patented blend of South American Cubenzies and magic teachers. Watch all your worries, the walls, and everyone's face melt away as you're teleported to another plane of existence. Heck, you might even see God. Tell her I say hi, but don't take my word for it. Just listen to this testimonial from this random girl walking. Ah! Get away from me. Sorry, girly. That's Mushrooms, available now at Joel Sherrington's Not a Front Head Shop and Tobacco Supply Limited Liability Corporation. You can find me in the 1987 white Chevy windowless van behind the strip club between the 19th Street Bottle Depot and the electric scooter repair shop on 47th Street between noon and 1. We accept all forms of payments, and I'll even trade you for other drugs if that's your style, everybody. Bring drugs! That's, yeah. that's the adult version. Oh. Is like do mushrooms and then oh yeah right. You know, missing like, oh, that the world is a wondrous place. <laughs> yeah, right. missing. I that, have hope again. <laughs> you missing that spark of childish wonder? Try mushrooms. <laughs> Woo! I didn't know who because I watched it twice and then I start to question in the movie. I'm going, well, who is who is real in the movie? Because there was so, you get towards the end, there's so many sparks on. It. So did he? See a psychiatrist? Like he did, but then I mean, I'm way jumping the gun. But then at the end, I'm kind of going. I'm going. Did he have? Was she actually a person? Well, because like yeah, they they reveal at the end like the the one person. Well, he meets Rachel here. Rachel takes him home, Mm -hmm. bites his neck. 
the next morning, he's serving coffee to nobody in bed. And I still didn't really pick up on what was happening at this point. This is like 20 minutes in, mm-hmm. and he's talking to himself, then talking to her, like, here you go, honey. And then like starts shaking. I'm like, okay, that was, that was weird. But because I don't know what to make of that, but I'll just continue on. And then he's back in the therapist's office, and he's like telling her, like, you know, I met this woman. I was horny. I was keyed up. Saw a bat. I was also horny. So was she, was she re- like, well, because I, he sees her, he sees her in the bar. I assume she's real when he sees her in the bar. He also sees her at the end in the nightclub, sees her again. And she's like, yeah, what's your, I can't even remember his name from the movie, Joe. Peter. Peter. Peter Lowe. Yeah. P- Peter, right? And I'm like, so she's, she's a vampire. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a vampire He says that uh, a lot of times Did you know that they had considered I loved how half the trivia was just Who they considered for the role Mm -hmm. before Dennis Quaid Was Dennis Dennis Quaid Mm -hmm. No I got got Tom Holland That would have been great It would have just been chug up (laughs) Yeah so uh, Hold on Oh I was thinking Randy Quaid (laughs) Shit I was full I'm a vampire (laughs) Oh she's a beauty clerk Um there was Tom Hollander, oh. Judd Nelson, Sylvester Stallone, yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger, <laughs> Sylvester, John Travolta. Oh my God, I'm a vampire! <laughs> but if any of those people had been, there's no way that would have been the same cult. Well, I don't know, but we wouldn't have been the same cult. I don't know. Movie Sylvester would Stallone would have been pretty. Yo, hey, yo, you want to go? My, my, <laughs> I got my place around the corner. Huh? Yeah, I was kind of turned <laughs> down by that batch, you know, and. Uh, his back came into my place, huh? Yeah, it's kind of turned on. <laughs> like, you guys just do the most grease ball. <laughs> You're just like, oh, just got off the Jersey train. Yo, hey, hey, toots, hey, I'm toots. a vampire. Elva, I gotta find this contract. You gotta go through these pieces of paper for me, huh? Oh, <laughs> I dated a girl briefly once who uh, he had hit, like, she was a model, uh, or she had Ooh. been a model at one point. Um, yeah, don't yeah. Know, don't know how brag. that happened to me. But <laughs> yeah, <humble laughs> like, just wait, guys. Guys, wait. Yeah. I dated a model. I didn't once. say what kind of model. She watched. Could, she could have been. <laughs> she was a hand model. <laughs> we just notice how we both. Yeah, we're on the hand model right Face away. Face like a truck. Anyway, she was at a place in Toronto, and apparently he was hitting on her like hard, mm-hmm. and like. Like, I was already older than this chick by, like, good 10 years. So, Sylvester Stallone's easily, like, 40 years old. And she was just, her description of him, that was he's, she's like, he's pretty greasy, but he's also Stallone. So. Yes. I mean, he's famous, so he's kind of like, you, you're going to sleep with me, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, there's that. That's kind of how this works, right? It's like Not only that, like, I'm famous and I got money and I'm like, hey, you want to say you fucked Rocky? Yeah, well, want, you know, I, I mean, Academy Award. Come on, guys, do it without money or before fame. We're like, hey, look at me, babe. Like, you can tell your friends you got with this. And they're like, oh, that's like, cool. Can we say he's he is officially the worst boss in the entire world? Oh, oh yeah. What an asshole. So, what El- was her name? Because I, I was trying to remember El- it, and Elva? then I lost. Al Alva. Alva. See, that's how. See, I was trying to think of that with the Rocky thing because yeah. I was like, that El- would have been El- great. El- like, yo, Alva. Yo, Alva. <laughs> <laughs> this is twenty-five minutes in. This is where we we get the first hint of him, like his Nicolas Cage coming out. Oh, am I getting through to you, Alva? He had that scene, which I don't know. We're all over the fucking map. That's all right, but <laughs> that's like this movie. We're he all had over the, the he had this scene where he jumped up on the desk. He's and he does his thing like hell of all the contract, and he, she runs off. He chases her in the into the ladies' room, and then immediately he just is like, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry. I yeah. don't know what I'm doing," and turns around and leaves. Because it's yeah, he's gone back after he. We see the first hint of him. He goes home, makes a. So this is the weirdest thing. The weirdest sequence. He goes home. Makes a phone call to Jackie, the mm-hmm. chick that he took on a date to the mm. art gallery and stood up, just left. was like, oh, I, I got to take a piss Ghost and leaves. It. And she's like, yeah, fuck you. I'm not going to see you again. Then he's in his apartment like, oh, fuck you too, bitch. And then this elevated camera. Then he goes to his building, the uses the, the kid, <laughs> uses the phone, calls her, is like, oh, meet me at nine o'clock. And then he leaves his building and then he's in his apartment doing his hair. I'm like, what the? Weren't what happened? Just, weren't you just at home? That is, but he Dave, lives really close leave? to all these locations. That's what it is. <laughs> but, the bar is downstairs from his apartment. His work but, is across the road. Whose lobby and, phone was he using? Like, 
Yeah, because that was that was not in his apartment building was quite nice. He just stumbled into some random uh, Bowery. Bowery? 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 Bowery David Dive Bowery? Hotel. David, yeah, that's it. <laughs> David Bowery. That's, that's. <laughs> Much less known. That's right. His, his yeah, younger he just, brother. He just walked into somebody's hotel, or like apartment, and started using the phone. I'm like, all right, cool. But also, too, her, I, I like the Jackie lady. I thought she was a very nice girl, but also, you should not have given him a second chance. Mm-mm. Mm, girlfriend. A lot of red flags in this movie. <laughs> also, you know, if a woman, like, turns you into a vampire. You yeah, know, red flag. <laughs> red flag. <laughs> that, okay, hold on. The, the, why do the bite marks never seem to line up properly on a neck when they and bite somebody in a movie? Not no, the no good grow? orthodontist vampire orthodontist. Well, <laughs> Nosferati. <laughs> Nos- but I mean, like, his when he uncovers his original bite mark, the teeth are like this. Mm. So are you are you biting the neck like, you know, you're, you're getting uh, yeah. in there like this. So they should be one above the other. But no, they're side by side. Like you're, you're, How do you? That's I, good. I, that's good logistic. They've come a long way. They've come a long way from mm. Nosferatu to this movie, to, you know, uh, Interview with a Vampire. I think they were pretty much getting they, it right by then. Uh, they I had the so. right angle. I'm going to have to go back you know. through the archives and look. We did Interview with a Vampire. No, we did uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula. Pretty sure they nailed it on that one. Oh, was it like, yeah, you want them one above the other, not like, yeah, not like this. You, so you, you can't turn it bite a like... <laughs> it doesn't work. And I gotta get, Speaking mm, of gotta Bram Stoker, because that, that's Kean, who we were discussing Keanu Reeves <laughs> well, earlier, mm. and he's still... Pretty Bill and Ted Eric Keanu Reeves, and like he does is yo. This is the 1800s. Thou's got to go to the castle. (laughs) I'm trapped in this castle. Doesn't he do a really bad English accent? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, sometimes it's an English accent, and then he just loses it. Yeah, he just kind (laughs) of. My dearest Catherine, I'm stuck in this castle. 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 (laughs) Castle. Whoa. (laughs) Whoa. Whoa. But I do like that I hear uh, Keanu Reeves is supposed to be the sweetest guy. So that gets him a pass for all his shitty acting. He's like, all the all the stuntmen on the Matrix. He's like, you guys all get sweet custom Harley Davidsons. Like, oh, yeah. he, he's got his own like sweet custom motorcycle company. He oh. makes like these badass, badass. That's not that impressive. Then. <laughs> that's <laughs> you're like, that's like Elon Musk can, giving you a Tesla. You're like, yeah, fucking Tesla. <laughs> you give everybody a Tesla, Elon. Come on, I want a rocket. He isn't giving me a Tesla. I'd like to have one. No. Oh, and then he goes in. There was the scene in the boardroom. I think after he chases Alva into the washroom. Oh yeah. And all the boys are are joking about it. They're like. Uh, 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 oh, and then you didn't see how terrified, how terrified for her life she was. Oh, you. Wait, like, was my name written on the wall yeah. in there? And what did it say? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just like the the worst. But I think that's like that's part of the movie. You're like, oh, look at these misogynistic uh, assholes. That was the that was the way things were back. Oh then. yeah, we say that now. Yeah, yeah. That and that was. was just that was just like all boardrooms in New York in yeah. is the 90s or 80s? It's 80s, 80s, late 80s. Yeah. yeah. Long like that's right up there days. with Wall Street. Coffee yeah. is for closers. Put that coffee down. Right. <laughs> the only thing that was missing there was just them just like doing like yeah. <laughs> bumps <laughs> and like drink smoking cigars. <laughs> and then I didn't realize this is where his meme, the, that that mm-hmm. Nick Cage meme came from, the the really freaky face. I missed the meme. <gasps> When it went around. Oh, I'll, it's still around. I'll send it okay. to you. I it's miss there. the meme, too. I think. That's but that's probably my favorite scene in this movie oh. is when he starts going on about the file. And A goes where A goes. And he, <laughs> oh, and he goes A, to the... B, C, D, E, F, G. But I like his, you know I've never, yes. ever once misplaced a file. <laughs> ever once. Never. <laughs> also, a uh, hot trivia piece. During the love scenes, uh, Nick Cage apparently liked warm yogurt poured on his feet so he could get into the get into the scene what? so i'll continue but, whoa, <laughs> is this no. like a fact we need yeah, to revisit was, warm yogurt on the feet that was i just think it's a weird it's just a weird method thing to be like poor like what's gonna get you in the scene what's gonna put you into character oh poor hot yo a par warm yogurt on my bare feet <laughs> i just so I mean and it's probably and you're right like now as soon as that's implanted in your head you're like I think I might get some yogurt tomorrow (laughs) and see what's up with that if you were to ask me hey Jeff how could you get into this sex scene I don't know just she could just take her top off 
Yeah. That would work. I think exactly. I can. We have to pretend to have sex. I think I can. I think, yeah. you know, I wonder about acting because, <laughs> like, you know, that's the whole thing is that you're not, like, it's a sex scene. So, like, you're not into it because it's film. It's work, right? Like, mm-hmm. and that's the thing is, like, as a, you know, I'm a heterosexual guy. So, like, to me, I'd be, I kind of have the same answer in my head. Like, how would you get into that? Well, I'd be like, well, I'd be into it because... There's a hot naked. <laughs> it's like you get lady? to pretend to, yeah. You're gonna make it like you, you know. I have heard of some movies where they've actually, you know, not not porn. You know what I mean? But <laughs> yeah. they they're like, oh, they actually. Or a lot of times, famous people will develop relationships because they're a romantic mm-hmm. couple in the movie, mm-hmm. um, and you can tell when they def like. There's the one with Angelina Jolie and Johnny Depp, and you're like, mm. ooh, you two are not attracted to each other, no matter what this fucking script says. Was that the, the the tourist? The tourist. Oh, right. that movie wasn't bad, wasn't but they great. had no chemistry. Like they just oh, sort of went it in. It was and- like. Punch card, clock in, clock out. You're so beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. You. I mean, he is... It's funny because, like, you kind of think of them as being from the same... He's very the opposite of Brad Pitt, who she was with mm-hmm. when she was acting that movie, right? She was married. That was... They're not together. But you know what I mean? Like, Johnny Depp is very not Brad Pitt, even though they're both these huge sex symbols in their own, you know... Yeah. But, but they both look like they're very dirty and smell... <laughs> And, you know, I was talking about this with my girlfriend last night because we were talking about some other actresses or whatever, and Angelina Jolie is another one that, like, I get that she's does nothing, hasn't, no. you know, I mean, like, she's a very I'm sure mantis. she doesn't care, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yes. She's a praying mantis. She, yes, like a praying man. I don't know. She's just, you know, there's lots of uh, female actors that are supposed to be super hot. It's like Beyonce. Like, I'm just not, like, I love the songs. Mm-hmm. I'll go pay money to like see her, her work. Sing. Yeah. But, just, uh... Just wouldn't would never date her because she's a troll. Yeah, <laughs> she doesn't do it for me. I think I could get over it pretty quickly. But I haven't it, met her face to face. You know, face to face conversation changes everything. For that's you. true. So who knows? So Angelina Absolutely. Jolie could just. There, her, you know, I don't have to worry about that happening. Thankfully. <laughs> well, see, I I thought the kind of the same thing where everyone was like, "Oh my God, Angelina Jolie's the hottest thing ever," and I was like, "Yeah, whatever." Then I saw The Tourist, and I was like, "Damn, she looks good in that movie." How do we go? We get we started off with hot yogurt, yeah, and then now we're on Angelina. Naturally, hot yogurt, (laughs) Angelina Jolie. And what was funny is you were like, "I think I'm gonna," you know, it makes me think about going to get some hot yogurt, and I'm like, "That just doesn't." There's no. uh, That's never gonna get me in the mood for. I I just want to know the connection. Not ropes of warm yogurt flicked on your chest. Why on your feet though? Like why the feet? He says on, on yeah, his feet. Yeah, said, on right? his feet. And that's why in those sex scenes, there's no shot, like, pan, hold back shots <laughs> of the whole, whole thing mm. because they're, you got some AD over there like, oh, how's that, <laughs> Mr. Cage? <laughs> oh, yeah, dump a little more on there. Oh, what flavor? What? Uh, vanilla or strawberry, of course. The only flavors of yogurt. Ooh, I would think the, the, the smell, the combination of feet and vanilla would just ruin uh, Hot yogurt. or warm? Warm, warm, <laughs> warm, yogurt. warm yogurt. Yeah, like it's hot yeah. yogurt. That'd just be painful. Yeah. And that brings up a whole other series of questions. <laughs> oh, he like, likes, he likes, likes it like, like that. Like scalding hot. I want you to burn my feet with yogurt. <laughs> it's the only way I can get into it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny that you bring that. I don't want to diss anyone for their thing either. Like yeah. you, whatever really? floats your boat. Not kink right? shame. We don't kink shame on the Real Guys podcast. No. <laughs> I'm just I'm 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 just discovering I'm so meat and potatoes as I That's hear about right. these things and just, just like just what about what about missionary titties? two and a half minutes done thank you very much Dave just prefers meat and potatoes dumped on his feet to get him <laughs> <Is> that, <laughs> like, cold though I want yeah. I want yesterday's meat and potatoes mushed up and then, on my feet and then ropes of warm gravy ropes slung on your chest I love this metaphor I've never thought of yogurt or gravy as being a rope of something but this wow. is a uh, a Get whole it. new way of, uh, you know. So uh, back to Nick Cage yeah, and lovemaking. So <laughs> Alva decides after getting reamed out by him <sighs> with a crazy face that she's going to stay home. And he's like, oh. And he goes to her house and is like, I'm so sorry for the way I acted. I want to patch things up. Manages to get her back to work, gets her in the cab, and then completely turns into another person. Yeah. At this point, I'm going, oh, okay. It's a split personality thing. He's two different people. Mm-hmm. Because he does, he does start uh, dropping the C word a little bit in reference right. to Alva, which I was like, oh, no, that's why I got an R rating mm-hmm. back in the back in the day. And then also, um, which that was the setup, uh, stopping at her brother's 
uh, gas station, whatever it was, mechanic shop. That was after he started puking blood in the backseat. Which is the shittiest looking garage mechanics I've ever seen in my entire life. It'd be like, oh, where do you, I'll just push my car 30 miles home. I'm I'm not taking it there, but they can fix it. They have tools. I'm like, that looks like I'm going to get stabbed in that place. Probably get it for pretty cheap though. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We'll fix your car and we'll stab you for free. It's a grimy place. There's no clean, like if I went to a garage and everything was spotless like an Apple store. It's a front. Like fucking out of here. Like you guys can't fix anything. Catalytic converter, cap rotators busted. That's going to cost you $1,200. And then there's the uh, exhaust fan blower uh, mechanic. Uh, I, fall, I fall for that all the time. <laughs> what is it's it about that that right we there. kind of accept that? Like mechanics is one of these things. Like if you don't know, you're kind of just hope it's you don't get ripped off too bad. Yeah. Like yeah. when are we going to take legal action against? This? We never. I like those are that show that they did at a uh, you know whatever Ottawa where they would send like send guys into the gas station. So they'd send like. Let's pick up a guy. Let's put him in some overalls, grease him up, send him in. They like take the same car in. He's like, nothing wrong with the vehicle. I'll put air in your tires for five bucks. That's good. Then they like get a blonde oh, girl yeah. in a business suit, blonde woman in a business suit, send her in. He's like, oh, I don't know if we can get this thing running. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a lot of money. That's like, what is, is that Pamela? No, not Pamela Anderson. It's a Canadian uh, newswoman. She always did those. Pamela yeah. something or other. Pamela Wallen. Wallen is the one that was married to uh, Peter Mansbridge. What? Yeah. Yeah, he's punching way out of his league, like <laughs> totally. hugely. Well, well, Mansbridge was the man, though. I get. Well, he apparently was, he was. Yeah, so, you know, he's getting Pamela yeah. Wallen. <laughs> was it Pamela? He Wallen? was given Pamela Wallen. <laughs> <laughs> so she gets some some blanks from her brother because she wants real bullets. Because like, this is my boss is a psycho. Oh, yeah. I need some bullets for this gun. Oh he's like, Put yeah, that goddamn thing away. Here's some it's blanks good. then. Bitch. And that adds. So that's uh, that ties into his. You're right. The split person. Like it. It mm-hmm. already. We we see his uh, psyche fracturing. Yeah. And that is a defining moment when he shoots himself, <clears> and <throat> they're blanks. So he thinks he's in. Like yeah. Uh, he thinks he's now a mortal and a vampire, and he can't die. Because he's convinced he shot himself, but it just didn't do anything. And he runs around the street again for the seventh time going, I'm a vampire! I'm a vampire! I'm a vampire! I said that as almost as many times as I said I was 46 in our last show. <laughs> I think I said that about 40 times. I, I will make a Did you watch it? Because I said no. it. I watched it. Uh, the first thing I texted Jeff was like, I was like, dude, I say I'm 46 like fucking 80 <laughs> times. And he's like, and I edited some of them out. Because <laughs> like, we were talking about life experience and I kept on just going, well, you know, I'm like 46, right? Because like, uh, that's my way of saying like, I'm fucking old. Yeah. You know, but it, yeah, I think well, I said it. Well, we can see like, your back, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to fit it in. There's a, well, we're gonna do a reel at some point was, later where he's just. I don't think you've said it once on this episode. Yeah, or maybe you have once. Well, now I have in reference to it. Now you're you know? conscious. There, of it was a conscious. I was like, okay, don't, don't. It doesn't. Nobody cares, Dave. Nobody cares. Forty six, man. You'll be 45, 47, 25. Who cares? You're old. I'll make a compilation. Don't, don't you worry. So yeah, this is where. Just imagine Arnold Schwarzenegger walking around the street screaming that he's a vampire in this instead. I'm yeah, no, just imagine. I can't, I'm I can't, I can't imagine that. Dog. I think that probably happens in his neighborhood on a monthly basis where they're <laughs> like, the that's just Cage fucking going off again, you know, monthly sort of occurrence. <laughs> he would be a terrible neighbor. I do get the impression, Nicholas Cage, he'd be he's like, had to sell a few, like, he had some money, like, for a rich person, he had some money problems, right? Because oh, yeah. he goes through money like an idiot, right? And then. But it's always like these, you know, these people are like, well, he's lost all his money. And I'm like, yeah, but sell a couple mansions and you're a millionaire again. Mm-hmm. We've discussed his his horrible gambling addiction, <laughs> which we think, I don't know if that's true or not. Which is why he's, he's capable hooked. of pulling off a role like leaving Las Vegas. So mm-hmm. what, like that's an Oscar worthy role. And it's amazing that, I mean, the guy has, what range, what amazing, <laughs> to do such <laughs> terrible acting and such amazing acting all in the same lifetime. Total range. Well, and that's what... <laughs> has anyone watched Captain Cordeline's Mandolin or whatever the fuck it's called? Oh, uh, yeah, Car- Corelli's uh, Mandolin. Yeah, <laughs> well, I butchered the name. <laughs> I think sure. I fell asleep uh, in it several times. But, but it feels yeah. like that was a very it was straight on. role that he should be like, you're just going to be a leading man. Don't do any, like, you're going to sign the contract. You, <laughs> you want to pay off your Vegas, your bill at the fucking... Whatever. Bellagio. <laughs> then no, no were like, caging. You want, Nick, you want to pay off these Nick, Zoom no, bingo I debts? wonder if that's in any of his. They're like, no caging. <laughs> uh, you signed the contract, Nick. 
So I'd he, be willing to take a pay cut for some more cage. Like my my cage <laughs> is based on uh, uh, oh fuck, I lo- uh, Adam uh, from Saturday Night Live. Who always does oh, impressions? Sandler. Oh. Sandler. I do Andy Samberg doing Nicolas Cage. That's as close as I can get yeah. to Nicolas Cage. But I do a bad Andy Samberg doing Nicolas Cage. So but you, that's so what you I get base right it there. Of. It's almost the Uroboros <laughs> of which is of probably would be like Cage's method of parroting himself. Oh, I liked his his couch coffin. Oh. When he started to think he was a vampire, and he's sleeping yes. under his leather couch. And it has a coffin creak to it when he <laughs> lifts it up. <laughs> And then cre- and that I apartment that gets uh, bad real oh, quick. Hey? <laughs> that that scene, um, he trashed that himself. There was yeah. no stuntman, and it was one take. There was two cameras in that scene, and they he smashed one. Mm-hmm. It was like the and the director was like, I don't why I, I don't know why I let him do that. It was cool, but it was like I shouldn't have let him do that. Which is weird because I would think that would be the great thing about being an actor is I get to fuck up this apartment. But then but then I guess that you don't realize you're like oh yeah, but you're if you're if that piece of glass comes down and, and slices open uh, the artery of your star, you're in a lot of trouble. You're but that that seems like the fun thing to do. It's like <clears throat> give me a baseball bat. I wonder if like all I, like you know because they have the gl- the bottles that are fake. You know mm-hmm. the smash glass, so it doesn't mm-hmm. hurt you, right? They do that kind of stuff for stunts to stunt stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. So are all the things we see. You know, fake. But they weren't in that because I know what Jeff's talking about. Was he said, yeah, all that stuff, the glass tabletop, the mirrors, all that shit was all real, and that's why oh, yeah. the director was like, <gasps> afterwards, like, yeah, he shouldn't have done that. <laughs> Could have got really hurt. Well, a lot of guys do their own stunts. That's not so much a stunt as just I can do my like, own stunts if it's smashing up an apartment. I absolutely <laughs> would. Oh, I absolutely would. Smashing stuff is fun. Um, so now we're getting to the point where yeah, he's roaming around the street. He eats a pigeon. They he didn't know the pigeon was drugged. Apparently. Yes, they and they, well, that's the only way you're going to catch a pigeon. And the um, but there's a couple of scenes, like a couple of really like good. You mean they did it, like the directors, the people yeah. in charge, and they drugged it so that and he they, could catch. Yeah, yeah. which should but be he, great. They didn't tell him. We're like they didn't, didn't want to hurt him. his ego. Well, they're like, well, you know, catch that we one already there, Nick. we already tried there. to explain the bat thing to him, and that was a no go. <laughs> So yeah, he wanted a pigeon. We figured, okay, we got to get him a pigeon. Just give it some drugs. But there's a couple of good, there's a few good scenes, like where he drops to his feet in the cross, sees the mm. cross outside of the, so he, he's actually, yeah, he's b- thinking like when he goes in and buys the teeth and doesn't have enough money <laughs> oh, to buy yes. the really good, the really good porcelain <laughs> teeth and has to buy the plastic shitty dollar store teeth. <laughs> so good. Which is weird because if he's a literary mogul who can do cocaine and bang chicks every night of his life, why doesn't he have enough money to? No ATMs. No, wait. Oh, right. right. No the, tap back in right. 88. I don't. needed cash. Cash was king. Cash. Yeah. Good old I'm, cash. I'm guessing. Remember no, no, that, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. God, we're so lucky now <laughs> not having to walk into a bank to get money. Yeah, I have no no idea how much money I spend at all. It's great. I just keep going. It still works. Great. It still works. <laughs> Fantastic. Oh, I, you start, start, I started using Samsung Pay. Now I get a text every time I spend money. Oh. It's almost, they've done it on purpose like that. Because it's like, mm-hmm. oh, you get a little notification. You don't want to look at how much you spent. You just want to feel that ah, ah, dopamine sweet. That's an end of money. I'll look at, I'll look at it later. Because um, no, nobody texts me. The other thing I, I want to say just about Nick Cage, too, was his, uh, after he tries to kill himself with the gun and it's the blanks, and then he's so upset, he cries, and he goes, Boo-hoo! Yes! <laughs> Boo-hoo! Boo-hoo! <laughs> So now this is where he plows through the lineup of people outside the bar and fights his. I love how he just punches the bouncer and just runs through. It's like nice. Now, Dave, can someone punch a bouncer and then run into the nightclub (laughs) and not get tossed out? Is that well, not not for a long time that I've seen. Like you have to be a pretty. I don't know. I haven't. I mean, can someone assault a bouncer and then not all the other bouncers murder oh, him in a back alley? Well, you you're you're taking like I mean those guys. There's only a few bars downtown that I've you know have used them regularly, but I remember back in the day, steamers. You know they would have bouncers on there, and those guys are just jacked up. Like they have that job because they want to fight. Mm-hmm. Like they work at the gym all day. This is their other job. <laughs> <laughs> And there was, there's a couple, there was a couple guys, you know, yeah. who like that, but you could tell like they're, they're, 
they're on it. They're like, give me a reason. Give me <laughs> yeah. a reason. Yeah. Get <laughs> in the stomach. In fact, I remember a, a, a <laughs> my buddy brought, uh, I can't remember what he brought us, some rum or something. He brought a Mickey to the bar. You know, he snuck it in and he was like, yeah, yeah. And I was like, well, you know, let's go drink it in the bathroom, right? And then I had a swill and then he had a swill. And as soon as he had a swill, the bouncer walked in and he just like took him in a headlock and took him outside <laughs> right away. Like there was no, there was no arguing, questioning, just <laughs> his judge and jury right there. You're, so no, I don't Folded think that you can... Folded him in half and put him under his arm. Yeah, pretty much just, you know, and then, and, and, and like a cunt, I stayed at the bar. <laughs> I was like, I'll catch you later, bro. He didn't drink you up. It's not your fault. I was like, but I don't know anything about that bottle of whiskey. I was coming in here to do some blow. <laughs> Yeah, well, bouncer be into that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, bring alcohol in here. Drugs though, for sure. So you, yeah. I wanted to say that word because we, we you said the c word earlier, and I was like, but that was in the day. Yeah, you yeah. See, in the eighties, you couldn't say it, but no, now, now it's fine. You know, I was married to a British woman once, so it's kind of like my kids were saying it when they were three. Yeah. Like, oh, he's a nice old cunt. It's yeah, a term you know, of endearment, so. doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my uncle, he's a nice old cunt. He's a yeah. cheeky cunt. Yeah. Bit of a cunt. Bit of a cunt. Oh, Which is like it's so, and that's, and then they over here in North America though everyone's assholes oh, tighten up and they go, no. like, "Who said the c word?" I'm triggered. But I think that's because they also will include words like, like I remember this one aunt uh, of my ex-wife's would say like, you know, she'd be like, "Oh, stop being so obstreperous," you mm. know, the words like those. So if you can say obstreperous in conversation, you can also say cunt. I don't know what obstreperous means. It's kind <laughs> of like difficult. Um, or like oh, just being uh, an obstreperous content. Yeah, like bodily, yeah, very obstreperous content. <laughs> it's just like it's kind of like annoying and difficult and yeah. overbearing. Yeah, obstreperous. Put those two together. Obstreperous cunt and everyone's yeah. like, yeah. actually, I think that's You're a, so fancy. There, there's a pub called that just down the road from where her mom lived. Is the obstreperous cunt? <laughs> <laughs> no seats. Yeah, no. Standing room only. Welcome to the fuck off. Welcome to the obstreperous cunt. Yeah. You fucking cunt. What would you like? You got a beer. Well, That's I said, it. This described. Okay, my first time in England that, uh, that I ever went there. This described the whole country to me, like in its current state. I, I it was London. I was walking downtown, and uh, a, a group of like you know possibly twelve whatever age kids, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, young young boys running down the street who like over here would be like cute mm -hmm. you know and and this one kid just looked at me he was like fucking tossa <laughs> and i was like, <laughs> like whoa like just out of nowhere and right by me you know and i was like so okay that's what that's the kids are like in england now let's meet the adults <laughs> so he's in the club here he's walking around like very nosferatu-esque right. eyes bulging oh, yeah. teeth sticking out of his mouth so good heads to the back finds some full on uh, delirium at this point oh absolutely find yeah. some maiden doing cocaine in the back and is like you want to hang out and then I need to, shoes he, he gets in sideways there so he gets the holes lined up <laughs> yeah but, it doesn't like that. but he's using his real teeth because it's just the was plastic it? teeth that he has in, right? Yeah. Does he so he them? thinks he... he, he nobody, like, I mean, those things would, you know, there's a bit of movie, uh, like, those would bust. Yeah, I would think so. Well, that's a, that's one question that I had was, do you think you could puncture a neck with those plastic novelty teeth? And if, I was like, I don't if, think if so. If they were covering Can't your, say your I've been trying, yeah. but my guess is no. Challenge yeah. accepted. <laughs> well, I think if your teeth are I brought inside those two teeth pairs here. of <laughs> Okay, we're trying teeth. this out tonight. <laughs> I think you could. Yeah. You and because when at he the pulls right away angle, from what, her, at the right angle, sharp plastic will cut you. Yeah. Well, when she and when she's dead, because she does die, and you do see the puncture wounds. So I guess you just have to, you know, Shakespearean suspend your disbelief and go like, okay, yeah, those were sharp enough that he was able to fuck her up. Mm -hmm. And then this is where he sees. Does he just turn around and leave, and he sees Rachel in the crowd? Yeah, Rachel. No, he he sees Rachel, fantasy Rachel, vamp Rachel comes up and berates right, him. Is right. like you're a piece of shit with your plastic teeth, you loser, you cunt, you obstreperous cunt, <laughs> you wanker. <laughs> and then she Tossa. leaves. And as he's getting dragged out, um, he sees her, sees the real uh, Rachel, who's kind of sort of remembers him a little bit, but not really. And then he gets he gets yoinked out of the bar. Right. Yeah. 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 I don't yeah. think. See. So I think you could puncture skin with those plastics, but you can't <laughs> kill someone with them. Well, you could. You could. They'd bleed out. You'd have to. You'd have to be able to tear away and and rip the jugular. I think. And I think then, as long as you puncture the jugular, it's game yeah. over. 
I I'm I think this is way harder than you think it is. <laughs> I don't. I don't see I've it. never bitten a lot of necks. I don't know. No, I'm not a. I'm 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 usually a bitey, mm. yes. not a biter. Yeah. yeah. And you know what? You could actually, if he'd used his real teeth and he had sort of ripped and torn flesh away, went more werewolf like a real than vampire. Like, yeah. <laughs> then then he she probably would have. But yeah, the puncturing with the with the plastic teeth is not gonna. Maybe I mean you get to play that you get to play that jugular like a banjo string. It's yeah. not going to puncture very easily. It's probably more. Resilient Although you than get you one, think. you know, if you get one good, I, 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 uh, as we talked in construction, I worked with glass. I seen one guy get a cut right on the the right vein, <sighs> and the the blood like bloop, bloop oh, you know, like shoot, man. it shoots out like the force of your heart. That's how the blood's coming out. So if you hit the right vein in the right way, mm-hmm. like, because, because, you know, because me, like an idiot, was just like, holy <laughs> shit. Whereas someone far more responsible when we was like, tore his shirt off and made him a <laughs> yeah. tourniquet right away, you know, it was like, are you crazy, man? Like, and I'm like, I just, wow, you know. <laughs> yeah, sorry, you would have died is. if I was my watch. Sorry, bro. He is <laughs> going to bleed <laughs> out. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Should I be filming this? <laughs> TikTok. Yeah, so yeah. Can you tell me, like, subscribe? Feel free to leave us a comment if you know if it's uh, possible to bite through a jugular with plastic teeth. So, <laughs> so this next scene, th- I didn't know this was the, the movie, but this scene of him dragging the, he kicks mm-hmm. that piece of a pallet off, makes, a, makes himself a steak, <laughs> and starts yelling at people to kill him. Kill me with the steak, I'm a vampire! And then he's dragging through the street going, ah! I loved it. That, that's a part of the, the trivia thing, right? Yeah. They, he did it to two actual street homeless Seriously? people or something, or just yeah. two, two people that weren't part of the movie, and they filmed it from afar so that they were genuinely surprised. Yeah, they Ooh. ran a, around him. You could see the... That I was keeping an eye out for that one. You can see them. They look pretty terrified. But I'm like, also, do you not have to approach them afterwards and be like, oh, by the way, you're going to be in a feature film? And I guess we, it's well, yeah, though, they probably signed. I mean, the people who were in Borat signed off. Right. So, <laughs> I mean, I think they were loaded when they got them to <laughs> yeah. sign off. Yeah. <laughs> could you, like... Oh, that's that's not fair. You know, like if you're fucking trash, like blackout trash, I was like, hey, man, like the amount of times I would be in some serious shit. Yeah. So it's like sign <laughs> if this someone if I if I was just signing things willy nilly when I was blackout drunk, like there's a good 15 year <laughs> period there where it's like, hey, do you remember doing this? Like, well, yeah. everyone does now. <laughs> like, I can't get a job. <laughs> <laughs> so he ends up back in his apartment. No, no, no. He's still on the street. And this is where he has, this is where we find out that the psychiatrist is imaginary. Sorry, did I miss something? No, no. But I was going to say, I don't, I, that's where I was like, is the psychiatrist, because he's, that is the most hilarious scene where they cut back and forth between him with the caked blood on his <laughs> mouth, talking to the wall. And then, and then they go into the psychiatrist's office and he's all very suave. And done up and having the same conversation. But, oh. is, is she fake though, or is that is, is that just uh you know his is he in full dimension now? And we're just seeing it from his point of view. But you know, what is that? That's like dramatic irony or whatever. Where they have to film it from the viewpoint of the character. That's what we're seeing. We're not mm-hmm. we're not objective anymore. We're now in in the fantasy. Right? I thought at that point that he had imagined her the entire movie. That That's they're what just, I was, that they're yeah. just showing that he has completely lost his mind being this man trapped in New York in this cycle of of going out and fucking and doing drugs and being unfulfilled. I don't know. That's just, that was my yep. that that's what it felt You're like. You're wrong, to me. Jeff. Yeah. No, I don't idiot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well. No, but that's what I didn't know. Like I'm still kind of like if someone said, "No, she's real for the first part and he just lost his mind and then was talking to the wall thinking it was her or someone, "No." She's been imaginary the whole time. That's I was like, oh, okay, yeah. It, it I go either way. It, it could be either. I think that's the, what this movie is. Is like you can mm. draw your own conclusion. It's at a the choose end. your own adventure. It's it open to interpretation. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. That's what makes it so good. It needs something to make it good. <laughs> yeah, it it was. It was. No. I will stand by this film. I'm like, I did enjoy hey, it. I mean, I I brought it up to you, and I watched it again while you know, preparing for this, mm-hmm. like as poorly prepared as I am. But any, but I, I still, you know, I st- it wasn't something 
that I said to myself, well, that is something I never need to watch again. You know, like... You didn't say that. I didn't say that about this movie. You know, like it wasn't... Yeah. That's good. I'm going to make my children watch us every week. Like share it with people. Like, yeah. Like Captain (laughs) Corelli's Mandolin. I was like, well... Snoozerama. Yeah. That that was a... uh, I'll never get that time back. Well, see, the reason I think she was imaginary is because now she's... He's saying, I just want this and this and this. And she goes, oh, my God. Had I known that, I would have just introduced you to my my next patient. Mm. Sharon, she's perfect for you. And then she shows up. She's like, I like long walks on the beach. And I like this and that. And he's like, oh, my God. Those are all the things that I enjoy as well. So, really, it's a love story. (laughs) So, really, it's just a lesson of, you know, don't don't date toxic people that bite your neck and turn you into a vampire. Just don't go out repeatedly every night doing cocaine and just fucking random chicks because you're going to go crazy. Unless that's your thing. Well, it works for a while. What, works for a while. crazy? Work or the- <laughs> works for Ozzy for a decade, you know. Sharon! Oh, wait. Whoa. <laughs> Hold on. Is that the connection? I the feel bat, like that's a put on. Sharon? I feel like Ozzy's a bit of a put on. His... Yeah. his-, his- Lunacy. I mean, it'd have to be, you know, for a TV show. I feel, like yeah, I yeah. said, we discussed this before. I talked uh, about the airport thing where I came in, and then the news was like, yeah. "Can you redo that moment with your family?" And well, I was like, slower. "No," you know. And so I think, I mean, I don't believe my my girlfriend and I argue about this. All, not argue, but I'm always like, I don't believe any reality TV. Oh, it's all. I don't think any fake. of it's real. It's, it's all not fake. Yeah, it's it's they're all people that want to be actors, yeah. and they didn't become actors because they're not as talented. So they get on reality TV shows. And then parlay that into a fire TikTok career. Because there was a guy the other night, uh, my wife was watching something, and there's a guy, she goes, oh, this guy's been on 90 Day Fiance three times. And I'm like, exactly that same thing. You're like, oh, so he wants to be a celebrity. He just can't get a part in a movie. So All the Food Network people, I I watch that shit all the time, and they're all on all the other shows. The career is being on every Food Network show. Honestly, I would love that career. <laughs> It'd be pretty good. I, if I, you know, I can cook pretty good food, but I, I don't, I just don't have the, uh, I mean, as, as big as an ego if I have, I don't have the ego maniacy needed to, uh-huh. to have constant validation in order uh-huh. to be famous. I can, I can do that. I can go, a little bit of crunch on the outside, soft on the inside. Good, and a little bit of that pepper heat. Oh, that's <laughs> you know what that has? That's my favorite one. It's oh, so much umami. I've never. I have the umami is like the catchword oh, of the umami. fucking. Oh, is that mouth? Yeah. That's mouthfeel, right? Umami is like right. savoriness. Oh, I guess, but it's just the it's like new the word mystery. for savory because. Julia Childs would have said savory, yeah. and there's even a herb called savory. Yeah. You can, it's savory. There's, so is umami you know, like the fifth mystery flavor? Is that the one? It's not like a mystery, but it's it is umami. the fifth flavor. <laughs> umami sounds there's like salt, a sushi. sugar, vinegar, salt, sugar, acid. Sour. Yeah, or sour is salt, sugar, sour, something else, and umami. And blood. And blood. <laughs> Human blood. <laughs> so this, okay. Now, I was at the last scene... The brother breaks in yes. and stakes him. Oh, right. Because oh, yeah. he did he stake him, though. He did assault um, Alva. Alva. So Alva? the brother, like, well, took he revenge. did. Uh, <laughs> I love that quote. <laughs> I mean, he did assault his sister. So. That's right. But what I'm saying is he, he stakes him, but then the camera zooms out and he's not there. Right. So the did brother's he. brother's not there. So did the brother actually stab him or did he stab himself? Right. I, this I've, is like another thing where you're like, I think he killed himself. I think the brother was imaginary. I think it was all imaginary in his head. Was Alva real? I don't know. Alva sounds like <laughs> a code name for another part of his personality. That's like, right. And that's why he's having so many troubles with the file, because it's really its own fucking file. Yeah. He's getting mad at himself. Can't. Yeah. Alva! <laughs> there you are! <laughs> that's, uh, that's, what I think it was. that's what I think it was. I think he imagined everything. But leave a comment below if you know uh, if we're wrong. I start telling oh, you'll get you'll get a lot. That's a, get some so. comments. Yeah, comment below what you think this movie was about. Just comment. Just say anything. Like just, just like help, the John the Cusack movie. Spell out saying. <laughs> Call us cunts. Call us obstreperous. Tell us where we can one find one letter at a time. Oh, we'll take comments from Russian bots. That's a okay. That's basically what it is. <laughs> yeah. And that was Vampire's <laughs> Kiss. It was a very good movie. Watch it. it was. Definitely. I, I, I yeah. recommend it. Hundred percent. What'd you guys real rate this? Yeah, I'll, I'll go. I got my real rating was uh, I give it like nine novelty plastic vampire teeth out of ten. Boo! 
Who's? I love how you gave it teeth because I gave it seven sets of porcelain vampire teeth out of ten imaginary psychiatrists. <laughs> I rated this movie long ago in my life. It's genius. That's just, there's no. It is good. I don't. It's just pure genius. It's, it's, it's uh, fantastic. Yeah. I, if you like, you know, I can't think of a better way to kill a Saturday afternoon mm. than mm-hmm. than just making some shitty snacks, getting high, and watching this movie. It's great. It's on my list of movies to watch again. Like, I got halfway yeah. through it before you guys came over to record this, and I was like, man, I'm, I'm enjoying this. It's a good movie. It's cool. It's neat. Yeah, it's great. There's a There's got to be some kind of, like, Cajun, uh, like, trilogy or whatever, sex elegy, six movies. I don't know, whatever you call that. And <laughs> uh, and I think, like, this is definitely in it. Vampire's Kiss. There's, like, uh, Wild at Heart, Leaving Las Vegas. There's, like, a really, like a, like a, when you we're looking for heart. a present for your grandma and you want to get her a DVD six pack, it's maybe like, Nick Cage is all about editing. I think because he's basically the same guy, like he says in all his movies. But Wild at Heart is great. Oh. Like that's got my favorite line of almost any movie ever. When when all the guys come into the bar and he's just there's like twenty guys and he knows he's gonna get his ass kicked and he's like. What do you fags want? (laughs) And then, but the 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 reason why it's such a great line is not just for the bravado of like because then they're gonna get. But then later on, he comes back to that same bar, and that's the Nick Cage moment because he goes, "And I apologize referring to you gentlemen as homosexuals earlier." (laughs) (laughs) He's so that was a great. I saw that movie. My cousins took me. Saw it in the theater in Vancouver in like nineteen. 92 so i would have been like whatever 16 me took me and my brother my one cousin walked out of the movie was like i can't watch this my other cousin was like what'd you guys think she's like 17 my brother and i like that was awesome (laughs) i'm putting that on my list yeah i think his next movie is going to be ropes of yogurt oh ropes this is the script i got the ropes of yogurt script oh my god i found the (laughs) declaration of independence it's written in the ropes of yogurt all right, let's end it there. Okay. <laughs> if you have a movie you want us to review, leave a comment below. Tell me. Gentlemen, Dave, Darren, thank you guys so much for coming out here. And doing Thanks for having follow me. Follow you on oh, the yeah, street. Oh, oh, oh. Check out the Ill Informers, too. Yes. Check Darren out on the Ill Informers podcast. It's hilarious. These guys are great. Follow you. Follow Dave on the street. Just follow, just <laughs> follow <laughs> me around. You see me. You just, hey, what's up? <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Excellent. Bye. Thanks Bye. for having me, Jeff. It was awesome. Oh. Well, if you made it this far... You're awesome. I love you. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for watching. Don't forget to leave a like on the video. Make sure you subscribe. Turn on notifications for new episodes every Sunday. You guys have a great day. We'll see you next week. Real